time that I eat asparagus, I forgot. I have like I get like asparagus amnesia. You get asparagus amnesia. I have, I get asparagus amnesia also because they sneak it into things. They'll be like asparagus in a frittata or asparagus in a thing, a salad or something, <laughs> and you like forget that you've eaten it and. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Leslie, how are you doing today? Oh, shoot. Sorry. I no, that's you. okay. I am very tired. How are you? I know. Insane. I could sleep for a week. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's what I've decided. You could. You've had a quite a quite a week. Well, I mean, you had like uh, a long or like six months weekend. So. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't whistling Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> like, my friend and I had lunch with today. We realized we're going to one of our favorite places, and we haven't been together since July. Whoa! It's May. I know. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, the end of I mean, May. I think I've. I think I've been with one other person more recently, maybe like November or something. <laughs> maybe November. We haven't, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's, oh no, yeah, her birthday is in like October, November or something. So that is true. That makes but, sense. Yeah, we, but it's been a long six months. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the holidays for today? Yes, we do. Sorry, I'm pulling up that other link that I had to close because. Oh no. Dumb computer. Well, dumb Skype. Okay. Holidays. Today is Brother's Day. We both oh, have one of those. I didn't realize we are picking that one because we have we, we both have brothers. As <laughs> <laughs> that's established. Um, it's also International Tiara Day, which we are celebrating for Suzanne. That's for Suzanne. What does he say? Her little her little her little crown? Is that what I think uh, so. He was saying in the the one with the with the with the au pair. Yes, had, yes. You know? Her and little crown. Like, Why are you wearing your little? He <laughs> said little crown. Yeah, Reese. Reese was talking about little crown. I think. Yes. Also, <laughs> it is worth noting. Yes. My friend Russell, shout out to Russell, um, sent me a link. Oh yes. And the outside house, the facade that they use for sugar bakers in Arkansas is for sale. So a bunch of us clearly <gasps> need to get together for this. $975,000 listing and buy this house. Wait, how much was that? 975 Yeah, so it's not even a million dollars. That's not It's only that like bad. three quarters <laughs> of a million dollars. That's, That's fine. Bad. Oh, no, just kidding. It's 95% of a million dollars, probably. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't even listening to your math. That's okay. Just, <laughs> yeah, just disregard it. Lovely, it's very close to a million dollars. <laughs> I was still like, it's not that bad. <laughs> I did. Bad. I moved some things around and thought it said like seven hundred and fifty thousand. No, nope. nine seventy five. You moved some <laughs> things around in your brain. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> hilarious. We, look, we are famously good at math. We're really good math. at math. Like really good. Everyone knows that about us, and everyone knows that's why they tune into the show. That's, like, What's yeah. To these women talk about math. What kind of mathing are they doing today? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, was that it? Oh, yeah, I picked the, the little tiaras. <laughs> okay. 
God. Oh, shambles. It's going to be one of those episodes. Um, did you it's have a sugar guys. maker moment? Hey, well, but what? the cool thing is, I'm sorry, I've talked over you. That's okay. The cool thing is that um, uh, this is the last episode where we won't be in the same room for at least a few months. Yes. We don't know where Aaron's going to be in September. No. But, like, we literally don't know. But we know where she'll be for the summer. <laughs> We know where I'll be for the. I don't know why I'm talking about myself in third person. <laughs> oh man, we got, we'll know where I'll be till August. Yeah. For now, um, there are two options for after that. So far, who knows? Things more things might happen, but as far as we know, there are two options. One is like other side of the country. One is in the same city. So, <laughs> so <laughs> those are very different will, options. Very different options. Um. So what was my point? Oh, that was shambles. So like, we might be less shambly together. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> In theory, no promises. Maybe I don't know. I found I found out that speaking of brothers, the job that my brother got me. <clears throat> excuse me. I thought it was going to be like no hours, probably like maybe twelve hours a week, and I was like, ugh, I'm gonna have to cobble together like I'm gonna have a master's, and I'm gonna have to cobble together like three or four jobs, just like I did the last time I graduated from a mm-hmm. school. Nope, he sent me a message today. He's like, yeah, we're probably going to give you like 40 hours. Oh, shit, where's this job? <laughs> I do not know about this. Oh, this is at where he works. Oh, okay. Uh, at um, at uh, an oil and vinegar import store that also owns a food truck and a cafe. Oh, cool. Wait, do you know about that? You told me about his job. You did not tell me about yours. Yeah, so yeah, he, oh, that my mom also helps them out because she just retired and she was like i think they need help like extra help for the <laughs> summer and i was like oh yeah i know i think we need help for the summer and you know, i was like applying to jobs here and there and whatever and uh, and i just wasn't since i don't know where i'm going to be in the fall mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm going to just get like a summer job in order to move or if i need to get like a real adult job until i get a chaplain residency again right and i mean technically i can apply to be a chaplain now places but i would rather have a residency first and get closer to certification mm-hmm. than just jump in with one little term under my belt um and uh yeah so she said i think we need help and she sent danny that message he's like oh yeah the boss hasn't had a day off for like two weeks straight <laughs> we definitely Whoa. need and like they couldn't figure out it was funny because i think that like they didn't exactly know what to do with me and then they thought they took into account like my skills I think <laughs> eventually they're like oh she has like a lot of customer service uh, uh, experience god I can't remember the word experience how funny is that um, and uh, I'm like personable and nice even though I'm like salty and sassy on this show uh, <laughs> I can be I turn I turn it on you know I'm a good southern girl I can be very very charming and nice and friendly especially with like customers and uh, well I hope I can still be I don't know New York has made me a little bit <laughs> sassier for sure but I think that's more when I'm on the customer end of things making sure that people aren't being rude to me because that's what happens here unfortunately mm-hmm. sometimes is that even when you're a customer people are rude to you unless it's the places you go all the time they know you and they love you um but um yeah but he but it turns out they need help like in the store and like the cafe so oh, cool and like also someone that's just dependable to fill in you are so. dependable Thank you, buddy. You're I, that's like the one thing I try to do. Like I'm, I'm usually late. I'm like a late person, but well, not. I mean, it depends. But <laughs> I can usually be late. But I'm really good at like filling in or like letting you know that I'm gonna be like five minutes late 
or, you know, I don't know, whatever things people need from workers. So, yeah, what got me on that subject? Brothers and, oh, yeah, that we don't know where I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. But we know that I'm going to be in the same city as you. Yes. <laughs> for the next couple months. Like, after today. This is the last day that I am going to be recording in my echoey dorm room. <laughs> yeah. In Manhattan. This will be the last time we'll hear, like, sirens going past every... Actually, there's been no quiet for the past hour. Hmm. It's weird. I know. It's kind of confusing. Um, yes. So. Uh, <laughs> would you like to talk about your sugar baker moment? Sure. Um, so, my aunt, who has been a dance teacher for, like, 30-some years, I think recently bought the studio from the lady who retired where she used to teach and so this year was her first dance recital as a studio owner so I went down to South Georgia and helped work the recital and it was great Mm -hmm. I got to see all of my cousins and their significant others and my aunt and uncle and like none of this ever happens like we are all grown ass people who are never in the same place at the same time no. And so that was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of fun. And I didn't it particularly feel the need to come back. Like, I could have no, just stayed didn't. and that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was fun. It was really good. To... <laughs> if only that were your job. Yeah. If that paid, like, the same salary as your salary. Oh, yeah, I would totally, I would totally do that. Oh, man. It'd be fun. Maybe you just need to open a dance studio. Um, that's not going to pay me <laughs> That's not, nah, yeah, it's not but yeah, it was a fun break. It was good. Like I like doing manual labor because it's a nice break from sitting yeah. at a desk all day. So, oh yeah, and my cousins are awesome. So that was fun. That's the thing. Like you haven't really been able to have that much extended cousin time. No, not at all. Like like this. So that's pretty. Yeah. Exciting. They're all like adorable and they like function. Yep. It's a family and stuff. Yeah, it's they're very they're very cute. That anymore. They're all very cute. And let's see. And this is to like to for our listeners like this is the same uh, family that you went to Georgia to for the wedding mm-hmm. in February a few months ago too yep. in February yeah so, and it was funny because like exciting. I saw like my cousin that got married so she and her husband came mm-hmm. down and it was the first time I had seen them since the wedding but it was also the oh. first time her sister had seen them since the wedding because she travels for her job like a lot like she just got back from mm-hmm. Hawaii. So oh, man. she hadn't seen them since the wedding. Wait, she day. had to go to Hawaii for work? Yeah, well, she works for a sorority. Tough life. What? Yeah, she's like a consultant for, like, new chapters and, like, I, I don't know exactly all she does. But she, like, travels around at different universities. And she was posted at the what? University of Hawaii for, like, a couple months. Shut up. I was jealous. It was so pretty. Nice work if you can get right? it. Right. My goodness. Although, like, if you're if you have that kind of job, you have done you've put in some work. Yeah. Because it is not easy to go up the ranks in like sorority life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's good at all of those things. She yeah. told me all about it. And I was like, wow, I don't understand that, you but it sounds not. complicated. Nope. <laughs> nope, that's not your life. Oh man. How about you? What was your sugar breaker moment? I uh, I should have gotten it, but I like all the names of the cast members. But I think seeing Hello Dolly was mine. Best. That was the Sorry. I, oh, I can't deal with it. Um, I mentioned my parents. I mean, like you'd think, oh, my graduation. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not it. I mean, so I graduated 
Woohoo! <laughs> Congratulations. I, I did graduate. Thank you. Um, I don't feel it yet, which I think people who have graduated from anything, yourself included, know that like when it's over, there's just kind of a feeling sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like especially if you're like me where you're like limping along to get my hashtag hashtag limping to graduation um to get done that like it takes a little bit for it to sink in mm-hmm. that it's actually happened and you did it um so technically i did like i walked i have like i they handed me my diploma right then so i've got i've got the bitch Woo-hoo! so i can't take it back i can't I got take it, it back now masters i can't take it back now uh, got a master's, um, and my parents came just for like I don't know, like almost twenty four hours. No, 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 it wasn't that much. I mean, it was longer than that because we landed in the morning on Thursday. Excuse me, and my I'm just going to yawn. There you go. And my graduation was on Friday, but when they were thinking of coming, because my graduation, as we talked, like it, you guys got to be on this journey that I decided like late January, early early February that I was like maybe I'm just gonna graduate. Uh, and it took a quite a quite a bit to do that because I had not planned on it. So I meant I had to take five classes this semester, which people do not often do in grad school. And um, yeah, I took five classes, and on top of wrote like a baby thesis, and and I also you know went across the country for a job interview, and I went to Sri Lanka for two weeks. So like it was a very packed semester to get this done. So I kind of just haven't really felt it yet. But but when we made the plans, actually it was when I was in LA in like March, mm-hmm. my parents were like, maybe we'll come up for your graduation because I didn't walk for my undergrad because mm-hmm. it was, I graduated in December and the graduation was in spring and I didn't care enough to do it. I like had a, I was working at Galaxy by then. Like I had a job I was not concerned about mm-hmm. walking. Um, I didn't like my undergrad that much to be <laughs> honest. So I was like, eh, whatever. Um, but um uh, they they were like, yeah, we'll maybe come up for like twenty four hours, and I was like, hey, maybe you should like, or they said maybe we'll look into seeing a show. I was like, well, you know, Bette Midler, who was like their favorite, I was, ever since I was like a little kid, like they always have like her. I don't think they've actually seen any of her concerts, but they always had her albums and stuff. And I said, you know, she's like in Hello Dolly because we had passed the sign when you visited. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was was that in March? March mm-hmm. spring break. See me? Okay. So it was after that that I was talking on the phone to them, and um, uh, God, it was so cold that I can't remember it being actually marked. And um, so my dad bought tickets, but they're like ungettable. So he did the thing that everyone does with Hamilton tickets, where they go through like StubHub or whatever. Mm-hmm. But luckily, his weren't like you know over a thousand dollars. I can't believe they're still that much. Like yeah, people are still spending like thirteen hundred to go see Hamilton. That's crazy. Which, and most people who are doing that are not local. That means they're also, like, somehow getting here mm-hmm. and also staying in a hotel. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. No. No. <laughs> no, I feel so horrible because that money is not going to the to the artists. Yeah. At all. It's not going to theater. It's not going to the actors. It's just going to the opportunistic assholes who buy tickets and then scalp them for way more. Yep. Just because they can. Oh, God, I hate it. Anyway. So he did something like that so that they were like, I think like a hundred or so more than they were actually because it's a sold out show. But um, uh, they, it wasn't unreasonable. It was like maybe they were sold for 200 or sorry, they're supposed to be 200. And he bought them for three or something like that, which mm-hmm. is still more than I would ever allow him to spend. And I didn't know until 
which sounds weird, Aaron, you allow your parents? Yeah, like, I don't let them spend that kind of money on me, usually, <laughs> so I think, like, that's weird. Um, but I'm actually glad he did it, because it was, like, the most, I think it's actually the favorite show I've seen, and we've seen some good shows. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't know, for one, Hugh Jackman was in the audience. <laughs> that um, was cool. On an aisle. Uh, I loved it, because at first I was like, my mom was, she was so funny, she was like, oh, she saw him before he sat down, she's like, oh my god, that's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so cute, he lives here, he lives like in Tribeca, I think, or he's like down, I don't know my, I didn't know the parts of town when I knew where he lived, so, um, I think it's around there, and you know, and he uh, loves musicals, because he's like, because he's in them. Yeah. Uh, I actually really loved him in Oklahoma, if I'm honest. Aww. And I know, I know. And um, and so did my mom. So she saw, and I was like, what? And I just kept looking, and it was so cute, because she points out, she's like, all those people over there are staring at Hugh Jackman. And they were ridiculous. Like, you saw the video, I think, right? Of them, like, standing up <laughs> and, like, trying to see him. This woman had her damn opera glasses. It was so <laughs> ridiculous. And we're in the orchestra. Like, we're not that far back from the stage, and neither is he the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So that was hilarious. <laughs> and I actually, like, love him. Like, he's a pleasant dancer. He is person. so delightful. And he was so sweet. Like, he actually let people, like, talk to him and stuff. And then eventually, like, a guard came over because he was like, we can't have someone being, like, accosted in our own audience, you know, <laughs> and stuff. Um, but um, when Bet came out, like, I actually almost teared up a little bit. I didn't realize that Aww. I had that reaction, that kind of reaction to her, but that she was someone that was very important to me and I was happy to see live and she was absolutely amazing the whole cast was amazing that's why I feel bad that I didn't look up the names that I well, I looked at them my favorite was Beanie I think was her name <laughs> she was amazing and adorable and squeaky and like just precious um and the guys who played uh Barnaby and Barnaby was my favorite of the characters I need to see like the I think it's called the matchmaker is what the original movie was with like Shirley MacLaine that mm-hmm. it's based on um but yeah barnaby and um shoot i can't remember the other guy's name the two like shop guys are like killer hilarious they're both like so good at dancing and singing and so fun Wait. okay so yeah when she came out it was amazing um they the i don't think i don't think i necessarily like musicals automatically but i appreciated this one and mm-hmm. uh, so we even gave her a standing o- ovation audition, a standing ovation um, in the Aww. second act. Not even at did I tell you this before? Like, yeah, I was I was shocked that we gave it was during the Hello Dolly song, like the like, yeah. And she was wearing like a red outfit. She had feathers, and it was just a huge uh, number. And uh, yeah, we gave her a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know it was it was pretty exciting, and then of course there was a standing ovation at the end as well, and uh, yeah, and it was kind of fun. David Hyde Pierce was her like was like the dude, and uh, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I know, right? He was like, but like the character really like a curmudgeon, so like whatever. But he's a very cute person to have um, on stage with you, and yeah, so that was really fun. Yeah, I did all these things, and it was uh, like I graduated and stuff, but I think. That was good. And it was funny because as I was going home, I was like, man, New York, you are everything you can be today. Like, we had, like, <laughs> food, and we had, like, really good food, and we had, like, so many problems with, like, transit, and it was, like, hot, but then, like, we saw, like, an amazing show, and there was, like, a celebrity there, and it was, like, just so much, you know, and, like, Times Square was a mess, I had to walk through Times Square, and luckily I walked through with my parents the first time, 
and but then I walked through by myself a second time and I was like just bopping and weaving through everybody <laughs> I was like no this is what it's like when I'm just by myself I'm just like Bruh. I knew exactly where I was going and to get onto the train and to like go home and I finally made it home and uh yeah so I had that moment where I was like man New York you're just all the things you can ever be today and I felt <laughs> like I'm ready to leave for now <laughs> not like I was ready to go it, but I was like yeah I'm about, I'm about good so um Yes, that was my sugar bagel moment. It's a good moment. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, should we maybe? Oh, I don't have the thing up anymore. Should we talk about the episode? Perhaps? Yeah. What are we? What did we watch this week? So this week, we watched season three, episode five, which first aired December twelfth, nineteen eighty-eight called Big Hoss and Little Falsies. <laughs> I love this episode. Um, I know you do. I don't really get that reference. What are those characters? Not Falsies, They're obviously, but I mean, so... it's Falsy, right? Little Falsy? Yes. I are those think... from... Oh. I was going to look it up, but I now I Dukes... think the internet is sad because it's raining. Oh, okay. It's not working. I think it's Dukes of Hazard, right? I think so. Yeah. I can look it up on my phone. <laughs> I yeah, so. dude, I I can't open anything now. I think oh Leonard is just mad that it's raining. Well, I don't I just, know. We should tell our listeners that you, it's like a tornado warning, right? I think yeah, and maybe Skype just crashed the whole computer. It's just like no. Oh my goodness, Delphi. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm gonna look up Big Hoth. I should have done that earlier because I, I thought you would know because you didn't know. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Okay, so why? Huh. Is it Haas that's spelled that way? Like it's H A A S. Mm hmm. But when I type in like Big Haas, it's H O S S. Oh, I don't know. Uh, and the int. What? <laughs> I, mm, uh, what? Oh, it's a. Like I said, so, wait. Little. F- no, that can't be right. Is that right? Little Faust and Big Halsey is a 1970 film directed by Sidney Fury that stars Robert Redford and Michael Pollard. Yeah, bit Little Faust and Big... It doesn't look like Halsey. It looks like Halsey. But... Hmm. Yeah. I guess that's like a play on mixing those two up because then you have little like you have little falsies <laughs> yeah big falsies. and Suzanne is like the, the the big big boss big hoss whatever yeah I don't know so <laughs> if anyone <laughs> is sure that that's the reference then I mean like I'd heard before I was like yeah and I was like wait I don't actually know like I, th- I totally thought it was like something about Dukes of Hazard for some reason hmm. I don't know but I thought that there was like the guy that's like always chasing them. <laughs> it's probably not oh, that's cool. Boss Hog, right? Boss Hog. I, yes. I never watched it, so I don't know. No, me neither. Yes, you are correct, madam. I believe. Um. Anyway, this is what TV guides is about. The episode <laughs> happened. Shambles. Um. Mary Jo considers breast enlargement after receiving an inheritance stipulating. I almost said stipulating. <laughs> That she must spend <laughs> it on something frivolous. And I love that TV Guide put guy number one, Robert Donovan. 
Guy number two, Michael <laughs> Francis Clark. <laughs> guy number one, guy number two. Oh, so you love this episode. Mm-hmm. It's a fun episode. Yes, it is yeah, fun. It's ridiculous. It's very much the boob count is through. So many boob roof. counts. Just the whole episode is the one whole episode, giant just the big boob episode. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens this week? Uh, so we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. Wait, you're gonna have trouble um, with Char- the rest of the show if you're having trouble with your computer. Yeah. Well, I've got the Google Doc open, so I'm hoping okay. as long as I don't try to do absolutely anything, anything else, else, it will oh, stay no. open. And nothing else will, like, decide to die. <laughs> Look, here at Sugar Bakers, we just roll to punches. We figure things out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, sorry. Continue. So, that's okay. Uh, Charlene has paid all the bills, and so she's got some downtime. And she got her Cosmo in the mail, so she wants to read it. And she's looking for it. And she's like, it had cleavage on the cover. Julia, did you see it? And she's yeah. like, no, I didn't see it. Suzanne is sitting on the couch reading it. <laughs> this whole whole beat is so funny to me yeah and charlene is upset because she just got it and suzanne even tore out the perfume samples and she gives them back and she's like fine take your stupid samples like i'm just trying to save a little money because my (laughs) life hasn't been easy since reggie max dawson walked out with my life savings if it makes you happy to cheat me out of some cardboard perfume sample then have at it she's so dramatic (laughs) She's like more dramatic than I am. Like, <laughs> so, so dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> and uh, Charlene apologizes. Mm-hmm. Not sure why, but she didn't know Suzanne was having such a hard time. Yeah. And Suzanne's like, "Yeah, I had to cancel my salon appointment. You just wait uh, until you have to have your your housekeeper wax your legs." That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Charlene gives her the perfume samples for her trouble. Yeah. And Julia says she doesn't know why people would want those silly things. It ought to be against the law. Woman, preach. I've had so many headaches through the years. Uh, Yeah. Trying to read a damn magazine. Like. What what is the wording she says? Like why they they send. She says some people are allergic and they give me a headache and you can't get the smell out of your house. Yeah. Who has the right to send a fragrance fragrance into your home that you yeah. neither like nor order? And Anthony yeah, walks in and just says, Amen. Yeah, yeah. And he points out that he doesn't know what they're discussing, but they're always so fired up about something that he mm-hmm. would just like them to know that as he goes about his daily life, he supports them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia's... Yes. And Julia had a letter from Payne that was on her desk yeah. that she's now looking for. Yeah. She can't find it. Uh, Suzanne is also reading that. Killing me. And I like how when, they, when they're when they like looking for it, Suzanne's just sitting there reading, ignoring them, just, doesn't care. Yep. Not like I just have it. Just sitting there reading nothing. it. <laughs> and um, Julia's upset when she figures out Suzanne because it's a personal letter. She doesn't appreciate mm-hmm. Suzanne opening it. Um, and Suzanne's like, well, I don't have anything else to read. And besides, he's my nephew. Um, and so Charlene's like, you just start out assuming every piece of mail with your name that has your name on it. And if it doesn't, you just take someone else's like, is that how it works? Yeah. is like pretty much. Um, and Mary Jo comes in and asks what's going on. Asks if she got any mail. And as a matter of fact, she did. She got an envelope from an attorney's office (laughs) and Suzanne says she can't believe it. You did. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's like, right at my darkest hour, I just got a check for $3,000. Thank you, Lord. Um, It's from Uncle Dude, who passed away. Is it Uncle Dude? Like, he's like... Dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Suzanne says, I didn't know we had an Uncle Dude to Julia. And Julia says, we don't. And Mary Jo's (laughs) like, I have an Uncle Dude. (laughs) Dummy. And Charlene can't believe Suzanne has stooped to stealing a dead dead man's money, Mm -hmm. and she isn't even related to him. Yes. And Mary Jo can't believe that her parents didn't call her, but then they think that, like, yeah. maybe they didn't know because nobody's seen him for years and he's kind of eccentric. Uh, uh, um, like, it's funny. She says mother and daddy, doesn't she? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that because my mom does that, too. I think that's a Southern thing. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. She'll say mother and daddy. I don't know why. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then, like, so Uncle Dude never married, and he always brought this old dog with him to family reunions. And Mary yeah. was like, a matter of fact, I think his name was just Old Dog. It's <laughs> my next dog. And he wore the old. same old brown dog. suit. Mm-hmm. Huh? My next dog is going to be like, I'm going to adopt, like, at least 10-year-old dog and just name it Old Dog. Just um, name it Old Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and he wore the same brown suit all the time. And um, Mary Jo's Aunt Ione had... A major beehive hairdo and was like <laughs> always completely senile. Mm-hmm. Used to tell him, "Dude, that's a nice suit," and he'd say, or she'd ask if it was new, and he'd yes. say, "Well, in a way it is, in a way it isn't. <laughs> I bought this suit right after WW2, but I only wear it on holidays." Oh man, so good. And I only said, "Well, it's very attractive." Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says that Uncle Dude always liked her. And uh, Charlene's like, oh, you know, you loved him a lot, didn't you? And Mary's just like, no, I haven't seen him since I was a kid. Like, I don't even know him. Yeah. But he left her money. And according to the letter, she's supposed to spend it on something frivolous. Yes, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. And she says, you know, that's going to require some thought. And Suzanne's like, well, it wouldn't require any thought on my part. (laughs) And Charlene asks her what she would buy. Mm -hmm. And she says, a blouse. A blouse, like one, one blouse. Just one. Blouse. She's just so one. About this. I love her face when she does it. She's like a blouse, and she's like looking up. I took even like a screen, <laughs> uh, shot of it. Yeah, it's so funny. And uh, she's like, "It's not just any blouse. It's an Angara. I saw it in town and country." And Charlene's like, "A blouse? I mean, how much can a blouse cost?" She just and told she you. Says, <laughs> it can, yeah, it can cost three thousand dollars, like I just said. <laughs> I wouldn't, and then Charlie, I, I wouldn't be able to do one blouse. It's just, that's too much pressure for one piece of clothing. For, yeah. <laughs> and Charlene starts, ex- no, not even a purse, like they one shirt. all the time, yeah. And Charlene starts explaining that she would use the money to buy TV telephones. Yes! Which, oh my god. It's they're not, thing. they only take like a screenshot of you. Like, it's, it's not, not even, like like Skype or something for the 80s. Like, TV you take a picture. Like not even, yeah, exactly. You, oh, can, you, you talk on the phone and then you send a Polaroid and like on a screen, that's it. Strange. But Charlene would buy coming? one for, yes. <laughs> uh, she would buy one for everybody in her family. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they could call each other every week. And Suzanne says, I wouldn't like that. Somebody could call you up when you don't have your hair done. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, they can't see you unless you want them to. Like, you press a button and it sends a photo. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, well, I wouldn't want one of those. That sounds dumb. And Julia says, well, that works out great because nobody's getting you one. <laughs> Rude. 
And this is where Mary Jo brings up that she's always wanted some uh, yeah. cosmetic surgery. Yeah, she like, kind of doesn't want to say it at first. Oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. She doesn't say it. In fact, it's Suzanne that calls her out. Yeah, because Suzanne's like, your eyes? And Mary Jo says, there's nothing wrong with my eyes. No. And Suzanne starts in a sing-song voice, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets really, like, gleeful and excited and she says, you want to have your breasts enlarged. And at this point, Anthony has come oh, in. Yeah, drop he something comes right off. He just, yeah. Yeah, he, like, drops the bag, turns around, nope. and, like, bolts out the door. Yep. Um, and Charlene asks Mary Jo what's wrong with her chest. And Mary Jo says, well, in case you haven't noticed, Charlene, I don't have one. Her boobs are small but irresistible. Mm-hmm. And Charlene says, I think you have a darling figure. And Mary Jo gets all sassy and sarcastic. She's like, I know, and we flat-chested girls always look so much better in our clothes, and you just give anything to have a body like ours, right? And oh Suzanne gosh. says, not me. Mm. And then Mary Jo continues, uh, that's what all you see in D cups tell us littlest angels. Isn't that right, Julia? Angels. Dragging her into a conversation she did not want to be part of. Yeah. And she asks her, she's like, why are you addressing this to me? Mary Jo says, you know, the condescending, patronizing way that big breasts are always looking down on us little breasts. Oh, man. I have small boobs, and personally, I've never noticed that there is, like, a war or something. Like, I've never had a problem with that. Yeah, no. I don't. Maybe I'm just missing it. I don't know. Maybe I'm unobservant. Yeah. Um, And Julia says, you know, I've been included in a lot of groups in my life, but I must say this us little breasts category <laughs> is a first for me. <laughs> yeah. And Charlene says she'd give anything to be petite because you don't know what it's like to have a big bust at a junior high school dance. Every guy's oh, nose gosh. hits about here, like yeah. right at her boobs. Yeah. And she always hated to see cold and flu season roll oh. around. <laughs> And uh, so Julia's just like, you know, do it if you want. I myself have always been happy with what I was given. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says, I mean, didn't you always feel a little insecure growing up around that gesturing at Suzanne? Yeah. And Julia says, Suzanne has had those as long as I can remember. She was born with them. And she does the mother and daddy thing, too, because she says mother and daddy and I used to just sit around and stare at them. That's crazy. I love it. And Mary Jo says, it never bothered you. Julia's like, why should it? Uh, It was a spin of the genetic wheel, and I think I have been amply compensated. (laughs) (laughs) And Charlene asks what that means, and Mary Jo says, it means Suzanne got the boobs and Julia got the brains. Yep. And then Suzanne says, I don't think I like the turn this conversation has taken. Nope. Mary Jo says, come on, big boobs, tiny brains, story as old as the hills. I didn't write it. Rude. Um, and Charlene also calls her out. It's like, I can't believe you say that. And Mary Jo says, I was just kidding. It's the littlest angel's way of evening the score. What in the world? And Susanna's like, what, what is this like littlest angel stuff? Yeah. And Mary Jo says, it's the name of a training bra. And Suzanne says, a training bra? Yeah. You little people have to train yours and you call us dumb? <laughs> oh. And then Charlene kind of backs her up. And Mary Jo's like, eh, you know, training bra is just a dumb name. Like, I've never understood it. Although, every time I put mine on, I did feel the urge to say, come on, hurry up, get them up, ho! (laughs) 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 And uh, so Suzanne happens to have the name of the best breast man in Atlanta. She happens to have his card. 
Uh, he did B.B. Benson, and no one at the <laughs> Mr. Ultra World pageant even knew until Suzanne turned her in. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> we have to be laughing at that bit until she turned her in, the way she delivered it. Turned her so in. perfect. And uh, she's like, here, you've got the number if you want it. I don't think you've got the nerve to do it. And so Mary Jo defiantly, you know, picks up the phone and calls. And as she's dialing, Charlene says, I can't believe she's doing this. Mary Jo, did you know a Pan Am stewardess had hers done and they exploded during takeoff? Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so the next day, Mary Jo comes in with bigger boobs and dressed a little sexier than usual. Yes. And, and Charlie's like, like, Mary Jo, the, you... the colors are, like, really bright. Like, it's a bright, the, bright yeah. pink, too. Yep. And she has that that coat with the bright pink line. It's almost more like a cape. She, like, whips off, and she's just, like, full of confidence. Boom. Yes. <laughs> and Charlene says, Mary Jo, did you by chance have surgery last night? And Mary Jo's like, oh, you mean these? No, this is just a prosthetic bra. Trying out several sizes to see which one feels most comfortable. What do you think? And Charlene says, I don't know, Mary Jo, I just can't believe it's you. And Mary Jo says, well, it's not, but it's going to be. It's yeah. like it was fate because this operation is going to cost exactly $3,000. It's almost like Uncle Dude wanted her to have them. Yeah. And Charlene was like, you think he had his eye on you? And she's like, no, it's just meant to be. And she asks Julia what she thinks. And Julia says it's different. It takes getting used to. And then she offers to let her feel them. This is a legit thing. Yeah. I have a friend... Yeah. Who got oh, implants. Yes. And I, re- I yeah, like she, about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she loves them and like it did wonders for her confidence and like yeah. it was one of the best decisions she ever made. But like right after she got them, she would walk around to all of us being like, feel them, feel them. <laughs> oh my God. And well, so. You know what's funny about this today? I meant, I didn't take a picture and I was with my I my friend Miranda who um, sometimes thinks okay most times I'm think uh, thinks I'm pretty damn ridiculous. There was um, a, <laughs> uh, I think it was a tea shop. No, it wasn't a tea shop because it would have been. There was some kind of like cafe they passed today that was like the cupping room. And as we're passing, I'm like, oh <laughs> man, I want to take a picture with that sign. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I almost want to take a picture because she has a huge. She's like F size boobs or something like that i was like oh mm-hmm. man i want to take a picture like cupping your boobs and she's also like gay so she would let me do it uh, oh wait that means that, that, that makes nothing what all right come on <laughs> what am i talking about um and i was like oh and then i was like oh I'll just take a picture of me coming my boobs okay no i'm just gonna keep walking but <laughs> that's so stupid i didn't think about that's a great internal monologue i know that it was like i was like oh the cupping oh i need to take a picture of cupping i want to take just a picture of the sign i was like i want to take a picture of something cupping i'll cut my friend's giant boobs uh no she won't let me do that okay i just took cut my own boobs that seems kind of ridiculous okay i'll keep walking like this isn't like you know, <laughs> that is how quick it happened like 15 seconds anyway touching boobs um, so Julia's not interested, um, but Mary Jo talks Charlene into grabbing her boobs. And at that moment, of course, Anthony walks in again and he says, excuse me, I'll just be taking these into the back. And he looked, shush. And then he looks back at them weirdly as he's like moving quickly mm-hmm. to the storeroom and Charlene says her, they feel creepy. And Mary Jo's yes. like, well, they just came out with them, and they call them the 89 models. Uh, yes. And she asks Suzanne, and Suzanne says, that's okay if you like that size. 
And Mary Jo says, well, I can't be your size because that wouldn't fit my frame. Yeah, I think they look great on her. I mean, that's like if she was going to get something yeah. that's not going over the top, you know. Yeah, and she points out that if she got Suzanne's size, she'd look like an oil rig. <laughs> and Suzanne's like, I just think you should get your money's worth, that's all. Yeah. And so she's got a couple of larger sizes that she's going to try out after work. She wants Julia to go get a drink with her. Oh, my God. And Julia doesn't understand why JD just can't go. Well, yeah. first of all, he's out of town. And also, she wants to do an experiment to see how men react to her larger boobs in a social setting. And if she took Charlene and Suzanne, they she wouldn't know if they were responding to theirs or hers. And yeah. Julia <laughs> is insulted because that's an insulting invitation. Yes, it really is. This is just, this is honestly um, quite an awkward <laughs> Yeah, this this is very awkward. Yeah. And so Julia's like, there are all kinds of bosoms floating around out there. And I don't think it's going to make a bit of difference when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Mary's like, you're so wrong. People treat you completely different. This morning in the bank, there's a teller who's like always like rude. Well, I just went in there and I plopped these things right on the counter and intimidated the heck out of her. Yeah. And there's a whole new look of respect on her face. I love how she like. So when she says this, she bends down to the kitchen counter yes. and like puts her boobs on it. Yes. And take a screenshot of this. Um, yeah. And Julia's like, okay, but you and Suzanne are 15 minutes late. Like, go do your job. And she's like, okay, okay. But also, like, I went into a Denny's this morning to get a cup of coffee and three <laughs> waiters slid into home plate just trying to get it for me. Yeah. And uh, she's she says that she thinks that they're supposed to make you feel more feminine, but they make her feel more aggressive. Yeah, like, kind of macho like. Like if I could go up to a D cup, I think I could get in a fist fight. I can't get in a fist fight. Just <laughs> and uh, Anthony comes back in and he's like, "Oh, uh, hi, Mary Jo. That's a lovely sweater. Is it new?" Mary Jo's like, "It is." And Anthony says, "Very nice." And she says, "Thank you." And like swats him on the chest flirtatiously with her purse, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after yeah. they leave. Charlene asks Anthony what he's staring at, and he says, oh, nothing. I was just thinking to myself, there they go. Big Haas and little Falsy. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it's got to be from this damn motorcycle something. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we cut to the bar, and Mary Jo is having a debate with herself because she doesn't know whether she should have gone up another cup size or not. Mm-hmm. And the waiter asks, just the two of you, to her and Julia. And Julia says, no, actually, there are four, but we're the only two ordering, I think. <laughs> I had to do math. I was like, wait, what? What she <laughs> And there are two guys coming toward them at this point. And Mary Jo's like, can you believe it? We've been here all in 90 seconds. These things are like magnets. Mm-hmm. And the guys offer to buy them drinks. And Julia says, well, we just ordered. Um, so they ask if they could stay and talk. And Mary Jo pulling no punches is like what first attracted you to us and they were like your sense of humor she's like really we're (laughs) doing field research for a class we're taking and one dude is like oh college girls i could tell Uh and mary joe's like this class is about male female interaction what was the first thing that attracted you to us yeah and the guy was like i don't know we were attracted to you because you're attractive and mary joe's like i know that but more specifically what part? And they're just like going oh back and forth. So and awkward. she, as an aside to Julia, is like, well, if I'm going to spend $3,000, I need some answers. Oh, and then she tells them they're both seeing people, so they're not available, but they just want them to be honest. 
Would you have made such a beeline if my breasts were not as big as they were, as they are? And Julia takes a shot of her white wine with her back to them. (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy's like really sarcastically is like, nah, I doubt it. You're very perceptive. And the other guy's like, yeah, we better move along before all the girls with the big ones are gone. And Julia tells Mary Jo that she insulted them. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's fine. We'll never see them again. Besides, you know, they never would, like, this wouldn't have happened otherwise, like, if I didn't have these boobs. And Julia's like, I don't know. I don't really like to brag, but I have turned a few heads in my time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll get to it in a minute anyway, but. And then Mary Jo says, (laughs) well, you didn't do it with those. No offense. Uh, Julia asks for the check and some dude already took care of it. He looks pretty skeezy, waving at them from across the room. And she's like, see what I'm talking about? It's a whole new world. We have been big fools. These things are power. There she goes. That that line. That's why we're watching the episode. These things are power. The line. (laughs) Yeah. And... She says, this is something that Charlene and Suzanne have obviously known for a long time, but failed to tell us. Isn't that the way it always is? The haves trying to keep their little secrets from the have-nots. Oh my gosh. And Julia's like, I don't think we really want to choose sides over this. No. And Mary Jo says, you just remember they started this, not us. Now we just got to get you a pair. You know, she's (laughs) she's projecting a lot. (laughs) This is like pathological. Like, calm down. And then we get back to Sugar Bakers, and Charlene comes in and, like, falls dramatically against the door, <laughs> looks around and says, is she here yet? And Julia says, who? <laughs> and Charlene says, the tit monster. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Julia's like, Charlene, you know, I hate that word. I hate and that word. I don't like the word tit I either. I think it's weirdos. I don't. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um. So Mary Jo had an appointment with the surgeon this morning. It's like the last appointment before surgery and got to decide on the exact size. And Charlene says, all I got to say is he better have samples as big as buildings or Mary Jo's not going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Julia says that she's never seen Mary Jo get so carried away about anything. Like this must be very important to her. We just didn't realize it. And um, Charlene points out that, you know, women can get a lot of their self image wrapped up in something like that. And she's like, yeah, you know, like men in there, you know. Julia's like, yes, I know. And Julia's like, <laughs> it's so funny that that's really just such a theme of this episode, but I, I haven't really heard mm-hmm. people, although I have heard people that want fake boobs talk about them, but I haven't really, and I'm also women who want to get, um, I shouldn't say fake boobs, people who want to have augmented to be larger, I've heard them talk mm-hmm. about it, and women who have wanted to get breast reductions I've heard talk about but there's so many people that I haven't heard say I wish I had bigger boobs and I haven't really mm-hmm. I mean I haven't really heard that that often you know yeah mm-hmm. anyway. yeah me neither yeah um and so uh Charlene's like you know I hate to talk about her I love her like my own sister but who thought some nylon and gel could change a person so much like I don't understand yeah maybe she was frightened by breasts as a child <laughs> Uh, there, some, there is this thing about the good and the bad breast that's in psychoanalytics, actually. <laughs> We're going to leave that, though. We're not going to get that pompous. Not going to get into that? Nope. Uh, Mary Jo comes in, dressed normally, normal-sized boobs. Yeah. Charlene asks her what happened to her chest, 
And Mary Jo says, I turned it in, except for the one in the drawer over there. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, because you're having surgery? And she says, no, she canceled the surgery because she was acting like a jackass. <laughs> and she doesn't like the words breast augmentation. It sounds like something Gorbachev ought to be bringing up at the next summit. Ooh, yeah. And Julia says, who says you were acting like a jackass? And she's like, my children. Not in so many words. But Quint just kept saying, what the heck are those things anyway? <laughs> and Claudia said, gee, mom, if you're having your chest enlarged, it's going to make you this much fun. I don't think we can stand it. Oh, no. And Julia points out that Claudia is a smart girl. Yes. And Mary Jo says that she really has been like a woman possessed. She didn't even sleep anymore. She just plans her wardrobe and thinks about who she's going to point her chest at next. Mm. And she thought she was having fun, but she's exhausted and it's way too much responsibility. Yeah. Because when her boobs are on, she feels like she's the center of attention, whether she is or not. And it's okay for a few days, but not, like, for a lifetime. Yeah, that's why I like it, but she kind of admitted, like, whether the, mm-hmm. the term, the, uh, the line, whether it's true or not, you know, that, uh, that she yeah. just feels that because of what how they make her feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if yeah. they don't make you feel better, then don't get them. No. Um, and Charlene's like, well, maybe it was just all new to you. In a couple weeks, it would seem old hat. And Mary Jo says, I don't see anything wrong with women having them done, but it has to blend in with like who you are. And this just didn't fit me. It was like two aliens had landed on my chest and I couldn't figure out what to do with them. Yeah. And she has discovered two things she cannot handle more than a small cup of (laughs) liquor and breasts. Yep. As soon as she started that sentence, I knew what she was going to say. Yeah, it's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, for her. Um, and so, instead, she bought a TV telephone. She yes. sent one to JD. Oh, my God. Um, she tells Charlene to call the number and ask for JD. Points out she also got a tele- one for Charlene and Julia and Suzanne and Payne and Perky and Charlene's family and Poplar Bluff. Yeah. She's like, I mean, they're no fun unless you have somebody to call them on. Yeah, of course. So, it took... Everything that Uncle Dude left, and she thinks that he, he would be pleased because he was real big on family. Yeah. And so they are talking to JD, and Charlene passes the phone, so and she's funny. like, hey, are you ready for this? And then she put, she's put the prosthetic bra on. She sticks her chest out very dramatically and says, yeah. they hit it, Charlene. <laughs> so funny. And, and then I the credits roll. until that point that it was, like, just a, a picture he's getting. It's not, Just like a picture. A video. Yeah. Yeah. And like as the end credits roll, it's paused on her, but then yes. it shows the TV telephone and then it shows JD's face and his Oh, reaction. I didn't see that. <laughs> yes. Oh shoot, I paused it. I need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed it the first go around, but I had to like look up something and I was going through the credits and I was like, What? That's funny. What was his face like? Surprise. Yeah. Like oh, what? <laughs> Oh, man. Also, because, we've already talked about how he feels about her boobs in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he doesn't need her to get any bigger boobs. So yeah, exactly. He's probably just surprised that she's different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, what? Man. Where'd those come from? I've only been gone like two days. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Did you have a favorite outfit this week? I did. Do you have multiple or do you want me to? I, yeah, I have more than one. So you go ahead. <laughs> Always. Uh, mine, well, actually, I could have picked multiple, but mine was, um, I'm sorry, I'm, the clicking, so I'm pulling up my, um, 
screenshot. Mine was Suzanne's uh, deep kind of purpley blue dress that she had in the first scene. That's a good dress. Yeah, like especially when she's uh, (laughs) the screenshot I have is from when she's like smelling the the perfume sample and then i also have one looking up because she's thinking about the the um uh blouse (laughs) actually that's a very pretty Mm -hmm. picture of her i'm gonna send you both of these um uh but one thing i love about it uh, this dress is that she has it kind of spread out around her on the couch you know and it goes so well with this scene that it's like you just think that everyone's mail is basically for you to open and like snoop around and like the world revolves around her (laughs) and so she's it's cool Uh she has like this very fancy dress on which she may have worn before i don't know but it fits her very well and hugs her boobs because we do talk about boobs and we um do. uh it's like it's this gorgeous kind of purpley blue color but i love how it's fanned out around mm-hmm. her on the couch it's just like she's a princess in her own world she could have a little tiara on and it would not look out of place she could it would look it would it would add to her um the atmosphere yeah of her. yeah <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite outfit? Um, so I'm going to go with the Charlene's first outfit in the same scene of Suzanne's outfit. It's like this, like, teal, sea green type color. Yeah. And the top matches the pants. She's got on, like, black pumps. But the shirt part is, like, it has these, like, black, stripy, textured things going down either side and it's just like very flowy and like yes. professional but also she looks super comfy like these giant sleeves yeah and her hair is a little like teased up you know like oh, it is man. so cute. it looks good yeah. yeah i actually don't remember that outfit very well so i don't have to look at your picture <laughs> i was just so distracted yeah, by yeah. how ridiculous suzanne is this whole scene oh man <laughs> and then I, I think the runner-up would be uh when uh, I was going to say MJ when Mary Jo comes in in her like pink sweater and like that was my second cape. one too yeah because she just like she just like struts in and just like pulls off the the jacket it's just like so dramatic you know mm-hmm. it's so funny oh man yeah oh she's too much she is this was an interesting show though I mean episode because they are really they're talking about these women's real bodies that are the mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I was just talking today about about someone I uh, know who has had to like gain weight for like a role, and like, but it's mm-hmm. heavier than he is normally. So a lot of interviews with him are like talking about how about his weight basically <laughs> because yeah. it's like they're like, oh, you like have to gain weight for this role, and you're not like normally that big. And he's like, yeah, can we like not talk about? This? <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is an episode where people are just sitting talking about these women's actual breasts on the screen Mm -hmm. this is their boobs yeah that's kind of weird that Um, is weird um, (laughs) and (laughs) how comfortable would i be if i was them i don't know um yeah yeah but at least at least mary joe was very hilarious so we got that going for us yes and they were you know tackling like the the body image issues and stuff which is important and like a certain amount of identity can be wrapped up in these things Mm -hmm. Mm. yep yeah, well, I guess that's our a good episode. episode. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's where can people find us? Yes. Luckily, the sheet loaded after like five minutes, so <laughs> I, mean, I can read can them instead of winging city. it. 
Um, <laughs> yes. Well, you can find us uh, all over the internet. We are Sugar Baker Girls on iTunes. And, nope, sorry. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are the Sugar Baker Girls everywhere else. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest, etc. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Yay. All right. Thanks for joining us through our technical difficulties this week. <laughs> it's interesting, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I just want you no, I just we're want not to doing like, that. like I want you to come back in the bathroom like oh I smell we're it. not like I we're want not that doing to happen that. <laughs> like I know what you're t- well because it's like not, it's a little it's, it's one of those things that's very specific like a very it's a very distinctive smell if you will <laughs> um and uh yeah so you've never smelled asparagus pee I don't think so not that I recall I want this to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>